The dream of the 90s is two inches from your face. Remember in the 90s when the internet was really taking off and virtual reality was the next big thing? Every other movie was about Sandra Bullock hacking into mainframes or Keanu uploading 80 gigabytes of data into his brain or Sandra Bullock and Keanu driving a bus together with an 80 gigabyte hard drive riding shotgun. The 90s were weird. Every film produced between 1993 and 1996 was required to have a scene featuring the protagonist putting a bulky virtual reality headset on over their eyes and waving their arms around like an idiot while trying to traverse a poorly rendered digital landscape inside the helmet which somehow advanced whatever terrible plot they had found themselves in. For some of these movies, that virtual reality scene was the entire film, Lawnmower Man. For others, that scene didn't make it into the final cut. The English Patient. Somewhere between Lawnmower Man sequels, we as a society decided wearing silly-looking helmets that put tiny screens directly in front of our eyeballs was a pretty stupid idea. Not sure who led the charge on that one, but thank you, whoever you are. Preach. The final nail in virtual reality's coffin came courtesy of Nintendo. Hoping to cash in on the virtual reality craze, Nintendo released the Virtual Boy for $200 in 1995. The Virtual Boy was a brick-sized chunk of red plastic that had two tiny screens on it, one for each eye. The whole apparatus was mounted on a tripod, making it the first tabletop game console, and also the last tabletop game console. When you gazed into the Virtual Boy's glowing screens, for no more than 15 minutes at a time, the Virtual Boy would constantly warn, you found yourself magically transported into a 3D world full of shitty graphics, far shittier than the shitty virtual realities you had become accustomed to from the movies. There you found Mario games where Mario played... Tennis? And Tetris games where you played... Tetris? In 3D? Oh, and everything was red, because Nintendo couldn't afford to make the screens in color. Wow. Best of all, since this was in 1995, there was a Waterworld tie-in video game, merging the worst modern cinema had to offer with the worst modern video games had to offer. This game now fetches upwards of $300 on eBay. The Virtual Boy was a complete failure. It came out in the summer of 1995 and was discontinued six months later after a Christmas full of disappointments and eye strain. I bought my Virtual Boy on clearance for $50 from the local Nobody Beats the Wiz. Buying a video game system which should have never existed from an electronic store which should have never existed had a certain poetry to it. Virtual reality remained the next big thing until it became apparent that it was always going to be the next big thing. It never got good, so we all just sort of forgot about virtual reality when iPhones and Kinects and all this other futuristic stuff became an actual reality. Some nerds never gave up, though. They kept the dream of Sandra and Keanu driving a bus and Mario playing tennis alive. To them, the Virtual Boy wasn't a failure. It was just ahead of its time. And Waterworld was a documentary from the future. I can't really argue with that one, actually. It's taken almost 20 years, but the dreams of VR nerds are finally coming true. Virtual reality is finally almost here. And its name is Oculus Rift. The Oculus Rift, whose name is only marginally better than Virtual Boy, 
Looks like a pair of ski goggles covered with black electrical tape and a USB cable coming out the top. Inside the goggles are a pair of tiny flat panel screens that sit an inch or two away from your eyes, filling your field of view and making your optometrist a ton of money. I tried the Oculus Rift last weekend, and I gotta say, it's pretty awesome. When you first put it on, it looks like a super advanced virtual boy. That is, everything is in 3D, but the world you're looking at is in color instead of being covered in blood. But then, you turn your head, and your mind is blown. When you turn your head with the Oculus Rift, the world turns too. This might seem like an obvious feature, but this is what other virtual reality systems have been missing this whole time. The Virtual Boy never did this, and while other VR systems sort of did, they never did it as fluidly and as believably as the Oculus. Look up and you see the sky. Look down and you see the ground. Look behind you, tilt your head, touch your nose, walk in a straight line. Have you been drinking, sir? The VR systems of the 90s emphasize the virtual. Oculus emphasizes reality, and it's doing a heck of a job. Will this be the year when virtual reality finally takes off? I'm not sure. Maybe? It certainly seems like an idea whose time has come, but it's also an idea mired in the past. Mention virtual reality to anyone who can remember the 90s, and it conjures up vague memories of that time Nintendo released a console in any color you wanted as long as it was red and Keanu saying whoa a bunch of times. Virtual reality's cultural currency has long been depleted. Indeed, virtual reality has been supplanted by augmented reality as of late. This week, Google revealed more details about Google Glass, the glasses that make those douchebags who wear their Bluetooth headset everywhere look perfectly reasonable by comparison. While the virtual reality of the Oculus Rift lets you replace one reality with another, the augmented reality of Google Glass lets you augment regular reality by further entwining the internet with the real world. It's 2013, folks. May the best reality win.